Light Breakfast with Asha and Non. Brought to you by Maybank. It's the Light Breakfast with Asha and Non. And on our special interview session today, we're looking at the special relationship between a mentor and a mentee. Joining us to talk about this is legendary dancer and choreographer, Dr. Ramli Ibrahim, and his protege, Tan Mei Mei. Okay, Mei Mei, I'm going to start with you, actually. Um, how did you discover Odyssey? How did you fall in love with it? When I was small, I grew up with uh, my Indian neighbors, and um, I used to watch uh, Indian movies with them. And I came across uh, Sri Devi in her snake dance movie. Oh yes! <laughs> and I, I, I didn't know that it was like Bharatanatyam or modern dance or Odyssey, until I came across uh, a poster in my high school, Chonghua Independent High School, and there was a dance drama called Cinderella, and the costume on the poster looks exactly what I remembered uh, Sri Devi was wearing the okay. bar, sort of like the bling bling Bharatanatyam costume so I asked my teacher um, English teacher and he told me that oh that is Bharatanatyam one of the Indian classical dance form um, and I saw the address it was right in front of my high school and I, I didn't know until I was in my form 5 so from that uh, address I actually enrolled myself in Bharatanatyam first later on when I went to Australia I met one of the senior dancers of Sutra Dance Theatre Suraj and um, I remember uh, watching him in Odyssey pro- uh, Productions in Sutra so um, I actually asked him if he uh, can teach me a little bit of basic of Odyssey dance and he acting he emailed master and asked permission to teach Odyssey. That's how I started uh, my basic Odyssey with uh, Sutra. Dato, if I may ask you, yes, uh, given that you also have a, a similar story in the sense that given the cultural difference, mm-hmm. w- were you able to look at, at Meme and think, okay, there, there are certain similar experiences that we're going to have here because you obviously you weren't born into Indian right, classical dance. Right, right, right. So um, when Meme first came to Sutra to learn dance, I had already several Chinese uh, dancers, so it was not something unusual. In fact, some of our, of our very best dancers were um, non-Indians. Mm. So I take it, but the, the, the thing is that there is such a turnover. You know, there are a lot of uh, people who come over to Sutra and look at the glamour of mm. the stage and so they come and go. Of course, uh, when she first came, she was a very, very shy kind of thing. I almost kind of want to push her. <laughs> Just, you know, try it. If you make mistakes, it's okay, you know. But she was a very, very uh, shy uh, person. You know, the dancers come and go and we just have, as teachers, we just do, uh, we just give the best we can to give them. And, uh, you know, we... C- I hardly kind of kind of look and say that they have their own destiny, really, mm-hmm. and I I just take it into into that. It's almost like Krishna in Bhagavad Gita, uh, looking at whatever effort that you do, you don't look at the result, so to speak, and say that you are doing it for the result. You can just you can, you give you give and and in a way give and give and give <laughs> and just hope that the seeds sown will grow to be that tree that you wanted them to go oh you don't define what kind of tree that they're going to be. what kind of lessons were you learning when you became a mentee versus just being taught as a student i think it's all about life as well 
So Master not only teach us like techniques, he encourages us um, to involve with nature, like for example, plantings and go for exhibitions and look on, uh, learn about paintings and read about poems and all that to to improve uh, in all aspects in our dance. It seems holistic. It, it, it's more than just technique. It's more than just the form. Yes, I mean, uh, maybe you talked a little bit about the, the expressions. Uh, Dato, could you sort of expand a little bit on how important the expressions well, are? Well, um, I often said to my dancers, if you can't make me a cup, a good cup of coffee or a good <laughs> cup of tea, then you don't really know the rasa of dance. Mm. So, you know, the holistic way, so there is no point really where I make a difference between Mimi or some other uh, persons in which that mentor, mentee, I don't even look at myself as a mentor. I look at myself as a teacher who gives his best to uh, someone who is willing to learn and accept the the knowledge that I have. So rather than there is a point where she has learned something incredibly profound, it's not something like that. So, But I think there was one point in dance where by the way, Mimi has a very strong uh, background in ballet and that's why she did Scheherazade which was a Ravel Scheherazade rather than uh, Rimsi Korsakov uh, Scheherazade ah, it, it was a Ravel okay. Scheherazade so, uh, you know, she has a facility of dance that can be easily uh, developed because the body is already good uh, trained. And she went to a very, very distinguished uh, guru, uh, uh, Mrs. Indramanikam, one of the oldest uh, uh, teachers of Bharatanatyam in, in, in Kuala Lumpur or in Malaysia for that matter. So she, she has a body that is open to instruction. What I like about Meme is because she is very generous. Um, so she she mixed well with everybody, and later on you'll find that you know she she became the expert in say the preparation of the dancers, how to tie the hair, how to wear the saris, how to put the makeup on. You know, so she is an Indian dance expert. Right. <laughs> so okay. in order for for us to induct other young dancers uh, how to wear a proper sari and all that we we call on Mimi mm. to share us. So, so this this kind of thing so Mimi is also you know together with Gitika Shri's for example you know she is now the the court uh, um um, assistant to the artistic director. So they, both of them, I'm very pleased to see that they are responsible for the dramaturg of the dance. You know, I asked the opinion of what do you think, whether the, uh, you know, the, the flow is going to be good like this. What are the technical uh, problems involved in terms of the dance and the dances themselves? So so these are what, what I think they, they learned in the meantime, they feel that, you know, I think when you give, uh, you have a, that dopamine uh, effect of, of, or you feel uh, mm. satisfied yeah. because you are giving and you are receiving and then you're seeing other uh, dancers. They are themselves a men mentor of younger dancers. And, and, you know, I'm very pleased to see this development and this empowerment that has 
taken mm. not just Mamie but some other dancers also along together. I just wanted to ask actually, obviously you went through the same process yourself. Um, you were once a student, um, you became a teacher and then a great teacher and then your journey kept continuing um, Yes, as a teacher, but also as a mentor whose, I guess, influence became bigger and bigger as you were teaching more. So how do you as as a mentor keep growing whilst teaching? Well, I am always growing. I'm always a student. But, you know, in the Asian tradition, Asha, we, we have the really incredible phenomenon called the Guru Shishya Parampara. This is how the disciple literally live together with the Guru, literally absorb symbiotically everything, the knowledge, the how the Guru treat other things, how how the, the Guru engages with, with with everything from nature to knowledge to, to all that. And it's only later that this kind of uh, impact and mapping of knowledge grows in in the disciple. But we are living now in 20th and 21st century. And I think this this system has has kind of evolved in a more universal kind of manner. I, I walk around in my jeans and I don't have all that markings on my head like a traditional dance. But I think this Guru Shisha Parampara is not just in Indian dance. It happens, say, in Silat or in Mayong or in other forms like the Chinese Shaolin or something mm. like that, you know. So it does happen there. And I think the kind of modeling yourself with someone who you think has got that knowledge, profound knowledge, much more than yourself does happen uh, you know but then there is that's part of the modern person in me that I am comfortable being extremely modern and I'm not the only one there are many of my friends in India uh, or in Kuala Lumpur for that matter who has this kind of guru student relationship where the students are very close to them um, but don't uh, have to behave so seriously or take their guru uh, ship uh, so seriously that you know they are unapproachable but Mimi and I are literally friends also hmm. that's so lovely to hear hmm. yeah Mimi I'd like to ask you when you transitioned from student to practitioner and then subsequently to teacher to instructor mm -hmm. that first lesson that you taught can you remember that Actually, one of the parents mentioned a line along the line saying something like, why is a Chinese girl teaching my daughter Indian classical dance? So, but he, she forgot that our artistic director is a Malay himself. So, um, that was one one thing I remember very clearly. But I think most of them has have watched most of the senior teachers perform all these years, I guess they, they are confident that um, we have the skills and knowledge to teach a class. What has been the biggest gift for you in watching Meme transition into a teacher and now, in your words, an expert? Well, there are various, you know, I think Meme has traveled with us all over the world, from America to Europe to various parts of Asia and India, of course. But uh, I think... Uh, Truly, I, I think Mimi has become one of the best, non, I mean, like me, 
non-Indian Odyssey dancers, mm. you know. But now there is a great globalization that has happened in, in, in Indian dance. You don't have to be Indian to be uh, a good Indian dance. And this is fantastic because Indian dance has, has transcended its national boundaries to become a world property. And again, Odyssey is very rare. So in a sense, you have Japanese dancers, you have Korean Odyssey dancers and all that. And Mimi is really now on the top ladder of being a Chinese-Malaysian Odyssey dancers who, who are also uh, known in Odisha where it comes from. So that, that becomes, uh, you know, she's, she's therefore a very special person. And, you know, um, this idea of uh, a broader-based cultural perspectives that we have tutored in our national cultural policy, mm-hmm. I, I guess both of us represent that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, so it's it's really good because it's a kind of a leveling factor when when there are extremist views happening all over the world now. We represent that mm-hmm. kind of a, a cultural diplomacy that say that you know on a softer softer kind of a manner of of saying that we are all human beings. Is there or are there any, when it comes to sort of mentor-mentee relationships, sort of unspoken rules or, or rules that are sort of set into place as to this is how we will have this relationship? Whilst Yes, uh, in the Indian tradition, uh, actually, you try not to down kind of a grade your teacher so this is this is very very important it's you know you get cursed back by the system or the knowledge because actually a friend of mine uh, Asha uh, wrote a wonderful uh, uh, documentary not just wrote but did a video of the kindness and love of gurus or teachers of teachers and he is a Chinese contemporary composer scholar who does on gamelan who mm-hmm. his expertise on gamelan he lives in indonesia and how his gurus gave him everything and you know when i meet other teachers whether they are from temple of fine arts or others we always talk about this uh, and how, you know, when sometimes young students come over, they're hungry, they don't have food, we literally have to feed them or whatever it is. They come to the, to the uh, studio or the house, you know, a lot of the Indian dance, uh, dancers are being taught in houses. And, you know, the, the teachers literally uh, look after all these young people and they spend a lot of time. You know, my, my teachers do that all the time, uh, in either in Odisha or in India. And uh, so that is the kind of no-nos for some of the students so that you, you don't, you have that grace back again for your guru. Mm. It sounds like a family that's mm. newly created that's going to just be the kind of support and guidance you need for what you're doing. It's yeah. just beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Dr. Romley, and of course, Maymay, for this wonderful special interview and conversation all about the unique relationship between a mentor and mentee. If you miss this or would like to listen to it again, you can find it on the Like Breakfast podcast. That's on the Shock app.